I'm Jill Griffin, and this is the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm a former media and marketing executive turned career strategist and strengths coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today, I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence and visibility, and reset your career with actionable steps towards a finer future. Ready? Let's do it. Hey friends, I am so glad you're here. Welcome back. This week, I am talking about the strategies to stay sane while you are searching for a job or if you're looking for an internal opportunity and looking at internal job boards or a promotion, how to stay sane. And these are the key strategies. This all came out of a while back, uh, one of my mentors was talking about how she learned some key strategies to finding a mate and everything's worked out perfectly. There's a baby on the way. Everyone's really happy, but how she then applied those strategies to her business which got me thinking a while back that uh, there's a similarity between dating and job search. And so I am sharing the eight strategies that I take my clients through so that will help you manage your mindset, your energy, and stay focused during your job search. Most of these strategies will work also for internal promotions or rotations if you're going for them. All right, ready? Let's dig in. So the first is the concept of having a minimum of 10 conversations going on at once. It's about like playing the field. These conversations can be emails, conversations, outreaches for networking, getting names, getting introductions, but I wanna make sure that you have that momentum. This will enable you to increase your energy and your engagement on your search. And if you're also looking for an internal transfer or promotion, you may wanna consider cutting this number in half or by two thirds, but you want to be thinking about it through networking internally and talking to colleagues, your HR business partner, your current supervisor, depending on the protocol of how you do internal promotions within your company, that you are doing all of this investigating, both in internal job postings and you're being strategic. This kind of search and momentum creates momentum. The next step is I want you to think and treat all conversations equally. Don't be seduced by title or money be attached to the substance. When you are in the job search discussion, it's really important that you don't like fall in like or fall in love, right? Too soon. This is the courtship. Let it breathe. I'm not suggesting that you don't follow up or be ambitious. I've seen many clients over the years put all of their energy into one opportunity, and then they're not responding as much as the other leads and the other bites and nibbles that are coming in that they also you know, have in their queue. And they're not nurturing those conversations. So then all of a sudden, what happens sometimes is that the original conversation falls through for various reasons. And then it's like they need to go racing back to all those other nibbles, which makes them needy and graspy. And by the way, those nibbles are gone now. So then they have to reboot their entire list from the start. So this is really thinking about it from a mindset standpoint. You can't lose what's not yours. 
but you want to be curious and you want to reserve your energy at this stage. You want to treat all conversations equally. If you are interviewing internally or you're searching internal job boards, this is when you want to be curious at having strategic and networking conversations, again, with colleagues, the hiring manager, HR. You're not hustling or racing because you're treating everyone equally until you know more. Which brings us to the next step, the red flags. I seriously hope that this doesn't happen when you're interviewing internally, (laughs) but I know sometimes it does. If they are treating you, if you're interviewing externally and they are treating you poorly during the interview process, or they seem really chaotic, or they've said things that feel a little off, they're showing you what you need to know about their culture or how they treat people. So you want to take note of that. The only exception here is that if there's an internal recruiter who doesn't work for the company, you know, it's not really an excuse, but if they're an internal recruiter and they don't necessarily really know the culture, they may be very transaction oriented where they just need a name to get in front of their client and their client being the company. So that would be the one exception that I would still take note of. But if it's an external recruiter, I would lessen the impact of the red flag. Okay. Strategy number four, if you notice a red flag, I want you to examine the trigger. You can either do this with a trusted peer, a mentor, a coach. If it's a red flag, then remove and replace this red flag. You only need, you you don't necessarily need to formally drop out of the running. Only you know if that's a, a conversation or an email you need to have. You could send a simple email that says something like, thanks so much. I'm going to withdraw my name for consideration on this opportunity, you know, best wishes or best of luck, right? You could send something like that if you want to, um, especially if there's someone in the relationship you want to keep um, connected to, you could do that. You could just also ignore it and just be like, okay, I'm not, you know, if they're emailing you, don't ignore it, but it could also just fade to black by itself. Or you could simply, like, if there's an egregious red flag, like racism, ageism, section, sexism, you know, you may want to consider or um, informing the HR business professional. But again, I would work that through with a mentor or a coach first, because once you put it in writing, you're going to start a, a ball, um, a chain rolling, and you just want to make sure that you are c- clear in your writing so that they know what to do with the information. And then you want to be clear in the end result that you want to create um, and how you want to go about the strategy. At the end of the day, the point here is that when there is a red flag, I want you to pause and make sure you're clear on the trigger, right? Is it your own emotion or did something actually happen here and you need to drop them? And then you got to replace the conversation with a new word. Move onward, right? Again, we want to keep this, this idea of 10 conversations going at all times. Strategy number five is don't commit until they got to put a ring on it, right? Again, my dating analogies, just go with me. Until there's something to commit to, the search is not over. Keep your thoughts positive, keep your emotions in check, but don't start resigning until you have something to commit to. I've seen people resign when they get asked for salary requirements. Okay, that's not when we're resigning. I've seen people resign because they got a, we're gonna get you an offer at the end of the week kind of conversation, which is not an offer. An offer is, Hey, we'd like to extend you the offer to be finance director. Here's the salary. What are your thoughts, right? There's some sort of verbal offer if it comes that way. It's usually comes, 
they'll tell you verbally, make sure that that we're sort of aligned. And then they may put it in an offer letter. There may be a letter of intent. It could be an actual contract. All of that is going to depend on the level that you are, the role, um, the company that you work for. But whatever you do, do not commit or stop your other conversations until you know for sure that you should. Okay. Strategy number six is you got to have backup plans. If an interview or a conversation doesn't go your way or the way you want, wanted it to go, I would do an evaluation. So think about like what worked in this, what didn't work, what would you do differently? Get clear, but then have a backup plan. I want you to mentally coach yourself on it, call your friend so that you're not sitting around sulking. Again, it is about your energy. If you were to have a blind date with someone, And after the first date, if it didn't go well, keep it in that sort of that same perspective, right? That you're not, at least I hope you're not already thinking about future plans with the individual if the one meeting didn't go well. That's the same idea. You want to wear it loosely like a loose garment and have backup plans so that you're not putting too much energy around one particular conversation that didn't go as you had wanted it to go. Strategy number seven say yes. This is about saying yes and being curious to conversations and connections. Even if it doesn't sound like something that's obviously the right thing for you, you never know who the recruiter is. You never know who the internal people are. I mean, obviously, if you work in marketing and someone's asking you to work in electrical engineering, we're not suggesting that. We're simply saying that you never know if it's within a company, have the conversation and say yes, because if nothing else, you might even be able to refer that person on to somebody else. And now you've made an additional networking connection. All right, ready? Last strategy here is do not fall in love with potential. Fall in love with reality. Don't believe the hype about where the company is going, where they see you growing. In six months, you'll get this position or you'll be elevated or you'll get a raise. Don't believe the hype. It is amazing to hear the promises that a company is growing and they're fast paced and they see things to be different in time. That's amazing. That's go. I'm all about that. Make sure you love the job now not the potential job or the potential title or what might happen in six months. Because if you're going to be working 40 hours or more a week, sitting in potential is going to get old really fast, my friends. Okay, you can do this. These are strategies to keep you sane and make sure that you maintain a strategic mindset, good energy, positive thinking. It's totally possible to nail this. Before I go, I do want to talk about a program that I am launching this month. If you are listening to this, this is February of 2022. I want to help you develop the confidence you need to secure the job future that not just reflects where you are today, but reflects your talents and who you are. You don't have to be leaving your job. You could be staying in your job. You might be looking for a new job, but this is about creating the confidence and the clarity to know what you're really good at, to know how to show up, to know how to articulate those strengths, to know how to to leverage your values and your skills and thinking about your overall career identity so that you can create the reality and the job that you want. And you may not have to leave the job you're at. If you're experiencing this feeling of constant job hopping or thinking like, why can't I just figure out how to work within this organization? It feels really frustrating and you can't seem to figure it out. We didn't, the only way you learn this is because you get 
trained in it, right? You have to be taught. There is no training in college. There's no training in your early days for how to navigate these things. And it's a shame because we should be training them. That's why I'm here. I am here to show you how to show up. If you're experiencing this, the highs and the lows, you start your day feeling great. And then by midday, you're like, what am I doing? This place is crazy. I don't understand. I don't understand how to navigate all this. I call that the corporate identity crisis. And the best news ever is that on every side of a crisis, on the other side of the crisis is clarity, direction, and the possibility of a completely different reality. And I've helped hundreds of clients amplify their strengths, increase their availability, create a career narratives, and design a bigger and brighter future for them all within my proven career strategy framework. The program is starting this month in February. So if you want to be on the first to know, check out the link in the show notes to get on the list. Okay, my friends, have a beautiful week and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Career Refresh Podcast. If you're enjoying this podcast and you want more career and mindset tips, get on my email list by going to jillgriffincoaching.com. I'll also put that link in the show notes. But before you go, please rate and review this podcast as it helps me get the word out to people everywhere so they can also thrive in the workplace. I'll see you next time.